Hi, and welcome back to the Bad Movie Podcast, hosted by me, Merida Mathis. And me, Alexis Clare. Well, my gays, we've made it out of the Fast and Furious universe. We've fast and we furious till our <laughs> little hearts could no longer fast and furious. And we're on to our next big adventure, which, um, you know, one may say unfortunately, and one may say fortunately. <laughs> Mama, we doing the Hunger Games. We're out here hungering for some games. Yeah, brother. We're taking it back, not quite too back in time, only to 2012. And we're starting, of course, with our first movie titled The Hunger Games. <laughs> um, according to IMDb, the synopsis says Katniss Everdeen voluntarily takes her younger sister's place in the Hunger Games, a televised competition in which two teenagers from each of the 12 districts of Pan Am are chosen at random to fight to the death. Now, if you are living on God's green earth and you ain't (laughs) never read or watched the Hunger Games, where the hell you been, sis? Loka, where the hell you been? See, I read it in like 2010 or 11 before the movie came out. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't really, like we were discussing when we were watching, I don't really remember a lot of the book. I remember a lot of both. I've seen the movie multiple times i've read the book the first book at least five times (laughs) i was 12 when this movie came out and i definitely read the book before i read all of the books probably twice before the movies came out so like one may say impressionable youth era yeah one may say that this shaped my childhood because god i don't think i ever owned the hunger games books but if you were alive during this time period and you read any kind of young adult or were conscious of the young adult novel scene then you know after the hunger games the next biggest thing was probably divergent and i definitely got that book series for christmas and i was so excited well it was like it was kind of like in secession (laughs) It's Sunday, so that's why I'm making that joke. It's the last episode. Shout out to anyone who listens to the pod who is equally obsessed with Obsession, because I haven't watched most of the season because I want to binge watch it after tonight. <laughs> I might do that tonight. Who knows? Might get a little freaky deaky with the Secession tonight, but I'm going to cry. I know I'm going to cry. Oh it's going to be over, and I'm going to cry a little bit. I, but... What before I got (laughs) distracted just by saying secession, um, it kind of went in secession like it was like Twilight and then The Hunger Games and then Divergent. There was a lot of super special white girls out there. That I mean, I would say Divergent was more the birth of the super special white girl, yeah, trope because like Katniss and Bella weren't really like well, Bella was so unlikable. I mean, supposedly so was Katniss. In the books, Katniss is... I love book Katniss. Yeah, same. Because she was that, but she was my troubled youth of America. With <laughs> and you were like, she's just like me for And real. I was like, damn, why do I relate? I don't... I'm 12. I can't go into this. But I want to be her. I am her. We're the same. I'm a white girl with brown hair. I have a question for you because you read the books and this was like your impressionable time that you were like, I know everything about Katniss. I love her. Was she right-handed in the book? Do you remember? Mama, that that is such a bizarre question. No. It has been 
I'm 22. Minimum eight years since I've read the book. Yeah, I mean, same. But you were like, this was my bread and butter. So I don't know if you would remember that. I also have ADHD. Yeah. (laughs) Well, she, so. And I've been through college. I have been through trauma. (laughs) The point is, is that Jennifer Lawrence is left-handed in real life. Oh. But they made her be. double hand. Yeah, they made her be. So she had to learn, like, archery with her right hand. Oh. So I'm assuming it's because Katniss was right-handed in the book. But, like, I couldn't find anything that said that. Or it just, like, looked better on camera. Which, I mean, that would be even weird. more annoying <laughs> i don't know like, that's a just great question. shoot it on the other side bitch <laughs> shout out in the comments or whatever however you comment things on spotify or apple podcast if uh any of the listeners know if they were please like, engage with us thank god she's right-handed just like me <laughs> right um but yeah so to begin the start of this movie opens with words on screen describing and basically giving a brief introduction as to why Pan Am, which is our country, does the Hunger Games and kind of what it is. They do yeah. like a little word thing. Like you know, I was little, thinking oh. like the summary synopsis. I'm like, that seems real spoilery, but also like, you know, everybody if knows what happens in yeah, the Hunger Mama, Games. It's called the Hunger Games. There will be games and there will be hunger. Um, but basically... You get told why the Hunger Games exist, which is the country mm, yeah. revolt. The bread country of Pan Am. Yeah, they revolted. And uh, to make sure no one ever revolted again, they go, we will kill your children. Yeah. Hee hee ha ha. And then, Except for one. I mean, like, not, not even they don't kill the children. We will make your children kill each other. Except for one. one lives. Ha <laughs> ha. I hope yours is... I hope you raised a fucking bomb-ass child, or else they're about to be dead on your screen, live in front of everyone, in front of a live audience. As we know, I mean, not we, but as you you and I know, PETA is not a bomb-ass child, but, you know, whatever. His mom Katniss is. I mean, she's a hunter. Like, she's strong. Look... I will go out and right out say before we even delve further into the movie, they ruin every character in the book. Yeah. In these movies. The only character that I like is Hamish and Cinna. So and Effie. I will say part of the reason I don't like Effie is I think they ruin Effie. Really? Because and the, like because they give like because like Woody Harrelson and I think she Elizabeth gets Banks. more like in the book when we hit second third movie and like into well the, the thing boys. is in the books like that I read I didn't like Effie like as the like books that you read versus the books that I read I didn't read all of them oh so I thought you, you were like I had a different the books version. that I read <laughs> I was like damn okay. I read them in the 90s. Um, I knew Suzanne Collins. Right? No, but like, I didn't really, not that I didn't like her as a character, but like, she's very pro-capital, like, the capital's the bomb. I'm down with them and their stuff. And like, it kind of, they kind of trivialize her a little bit in the movies, I feel like, and make her more, like, she likes, I don't know, it seems like in the movie... Effie's there and she's like ride or die for the capital up until um Katniss and Peta exist 
and then she's like oh my god actually i love them and maybe the capital does suck and i'm like i don't mean i don't think you really get that vibe in the first movie you definitely get more of that into the second and third movie yeah and i mean i to me that's how it reads in the book as well I don't know. I just think she's very... Everybody loves Effie, and I don't... I didn't like her in the book, so... I, I, I But I think they make her more likable in the movie. I mean, I think they made everyone more likable in the movie. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> I mean, I hate Gail, but I hate Gail in the books, too. That I, transfers forever. I also don't like um, Liam Hemsworth. I know that's going to be a very hot topic. I mean, it's not... A hot topic. I like him. You don't like exactly. him. Exactly. That's why thus <laughs> it is a hot topic. I wish he didn't exist in my movies. I think they cast him for the bat for like roles that don't fit him. Yeah. I mean, I'll say that. I don't think he should have been Gale. I don't think he should be a lot of things. That I he thought you were going to say in the universe. <laughs> I mean, look, I don't think who? he should be what's his face either. The Witcher. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he should Netflix, be the Witcher. I have questions. Yeah. Look, um, I know Henry Cavill ain't that bitch, but he was beefy enough to be the Witcher. If we're going to go into casting here, I will go into... <laughs> we haven't even started. I was like, <laughs> look, you're talking about how he should not be Gale. Yeah, look, okay, look, I love Josh Hutcherson. Same. He is not... If they were going to... Obviously, they picked him for PETA. Before they started filming, they should have put him on a regiment and gotten him beefed up when he picks up that like hundred pound ball and throws it i'm like (laughs) it's hollow it's It's hollow hollow. there's no way he could have picked that up he's lying to us he he's supposed to be a baker's boy (laughs) a hundred pound sack of flour like with those arms many times a day with those arms no because that's the thing in the book that's why he's he's supposed to be like, even what he does for the bakery, it's supposed to show that he has many layers as a person. He's supposed to be this very strong, like, mm, dude that doesn't really talk a lot. But then but he's he soft and, carry and caring and he bakes cakes and he decorates them and they're beautiful. And he's it's supposed to show this, like, internal growth for him. Yeah. And they do nothing with it in the movie. Oh, it upsets me. I get so heated about it because the book actually cares about PETA yeah. and the movie doesn't. And it makes me care less about PETA. Like, the movie franchise does not care for PETA. He is simply a pawn for Katniss. Whereas in the book, he is his own person. He's not just Katniss's pawn. Yeah. So like I only read, I want it maybe the first two. I don't even really remember Fennec that well. Um, I guess he's in the, the second, second one. The second book really fucks me up. I don't really remember it. Because it's the second Hunger Games. Yeah. But, um, that's scary. I don't remember where I was going with this, but into what you were saying, like, so I, yeah, so I read the books, I didn't like reread them or anything, and I saw the movie, and I was like, this dude flops, like, right? (laughs) He sucks. (sighs) I will go in further when we get towards certain aspects of the movie about how they fuck up more, but we start our journey in district 12 and we have it's essentially very comparable to the united states of america and how we have states it is basically the united states of america they changed the name it's called pan am and instead of states we have districts and there's 12 it's weird because i mean like there are richer states in the united states of america but there's not like 
District 1 and 2, where, like, all, all the cool and rich people live in District 1 and 2 in, in the United States. I mean, I feel like it's more just, like, neighborhoods. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, District 1 gives, like, Bel Air, <laughs> um, Hollywood, Beverly Hills, yeah. multi-mansion vibes. Like, you have to make minimum a million dollars a year to live there. Yeah. Even in poverty. And then District 12 is street urchins. Arkansas. Uh, east, uh, West North Carolina, East Tennessee. Yeah. You're, it's mountain coal people. This is, look, I know a lot of people, well, no, I don't think a lot of people would disagree with this. I think District 12 is the perfect representation of what it would be like to live on the Appalachian Trail. I mean, yeah, it's supposed it's to be. supposed to be your Kentucky, West Virginia, East Tennessee, West North Carolina, anything that's got a little mountain in it. Yeah. You go into them valleys, mama. Oofs, magoofs. Which is, like, why there's so much contention as to where District 12 is. Like, people get real into it. They're like, yeah. no, it's in this state. It's in that state. And I'm it's like, supposed to be multiple states. Like, yeah. they're big portions because there's only 12 of them. Exactly. It's, you know, imagine the United States cut into 12 pieces. But yeah, my notes about like, cause we get, we like, after they're like, Hey, this is the games. This is what the games are. Um, my notes is district 12 poor people stuff because they're just yeah, like showing you everyone around the district and how much everything sucks for them. And it's, it's shot in a very gray blue yeah. film. Everyone's a coal miner. Look. Yeah. Prim wakes up from a night. Cause like really we start off with Prim. Screaming. Um, yeah because it's reaping day yeah and she's like i had a nightmare that i got picked i don't want to get picked i'm gonna die katniss is like you dumb slut shut up go to sleep you'll never get picked you have your name in one stupid gail has his name in 42 times yeah gail is not 42 so (laughs) it's not because of how old you are um but yeah so prim wakes up screaming katniss goes shut up um and then she goes out hunting. Yeah. She goes, she crosses the border, mm. the fence that's supposed to be high voltage that's not plugged in because they don't really care. Yeah. Because at this point of Pan Am's existence, the capital's starting to get a little sloppy. They're starting to get a little secure in their peace, one yeah. might say. So they're not expecting revolution to be stirring in the stomachs of their low life citizens. <laughs> but it is. Keep that in mind. But Katniss goes out. She tries to go hunting. She tries to shoot a deer. And then her magical mystery man, Gale, shows up and scares the deer away. She gets mad. Which, like, Katniss, are you dumb? You just going to bring a deer into town? Yeah, so that's like... You will get hung. That's what Gale says Yeah, it's the only time I agree with Gale. Yeah, so I have... I I was a Gale girly when I read these books and saw the movies around 2012 era. I'm kind of changing my mind and not and that I don't love Gail anymore, but like come to the dark side. I and I don't want Katniss with Peta either, though. Mm, I see book Katniss book Peta. Perfect. I want her by herself. Until <laughs> one section. I'm no longer a Gail girly. I'm not a Peta girly right now. I am a Katniss, you know, Katniss and Joanna at this point. <laughs> That's the only. So you're a Katniss lesbian. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so like in my Look, mind, it's better also. Better than Katniss Hamish because I know there's people out there. Yeah. I know it. I know it. In my heart. Hmm. I know it. I've seen it. But yeah, so my notes when Gail came on the scene is Gail with a heart and then catnip. Um, 
Oh, yeah. He calls her catnip. In my notes, I write her name as cat ass. I call her catnip. I call her cat ass. Just because I can't remember how to spell catness. It's not hard, but. There's too many E's and S's and I's and where do they go? I don't know. Look, I spelled PETA P-E-T-A and then I realized, oh, it's two E's. <laughs> P-E-E-T-A. But essentially. Oh, and then he has his little speech, which like. His, like, what if no one watched the Oh, what if Hunger we just Games? all boycotted it? Mama, please. He, so, like, as a person. That's so funny. That has said this, not this literally. But, like, as a person who has said in their life, why can't we just print more money? Which, by the way, they did decide to just print more money at one point. So, who looks stupid now? I mean, we um, will go into recession because of it, but. But they did it. Um, I mean, but, like, it, it gives the same energy. society in the end. It gives the same energy of. Why can't they just print more money? <laughs> Why can't they just kill more youth? Like, just kill us what if our- no one Honestly, watched? I'm like, what? just kill them. Don't even put them in the games. Just pull two names. Just kill them both. You gotta give them hope. A tiny okay. sliver of hope. You give everyone else hope that their name won't be called. <laughs> I mean, so true. So I don't see why we gotta... Because then, it ca- it, obviously... I want to know how much it costs the capital to put on the Hunger Games. Because you have to transport their ass from their district yeah. to the capital. That's train. Food. They get there. They have personal dressers yeah. that design costumes for them. Then you have to pay that person to design a costume for them. You got to pay for the costumes. Then they go in on these carriages. You got to pay for the carriage. You got to pay for the horse. I mean, they have more money than God. Like- and then... You put them up on the penthouse. You got to pay for the penthouse. You got to pay for their food. These people eat so much and then make themselves throw up so that they can eat again. That's so true. They also don't include that in the movie. They do. In the second movie. Oh. I remember it. I was like, where's my... Because uh, that was one of the PETA moments that I liked. (laughs) Yeah. That they included. Because he's like, what the fuck? Yeah. And they're like, yeah, we're going to go vomit. And he's like, pardon? (laughs) Why would you do that? Excuse me? do you not know what it means to be poor and then he's like why don't we just run away and she's like you're stupid we yeah. wouldn't make it and then like right close after that one of the fucking big planes go by and they're like <gasps> she also at this moment says i'm never having kids yeah. which is so funny that's so funny <laughs> that's <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh um, she's also supposed to be, I want to say, 14 here. I don't remember. I'm pretty sure she's supposed to be 14. Um, like, Jennifer definitely Lawrence, between the 14 to 16 area. Yeah, Jennifer Lawrence looks about... 22? Yeah. She knows what alcohol tastes like. <laughs> exactly. She does. I see it in her face. I, I see it in her sunspots. I don't like probably like any of the casting's choices for... I can't think of one that I like besides Jenna Malone and she got fucked over and now doesn't act anymore because she was in these so i like who they cast for rue and i like who they cast for um oh my god what's his name thresh Thresh. i was like (laughs) here we go kato i i mean you and i both said this he should have been Peta. i know but his butt chin is a little too strong (laughs) he's got too strong of a jaw to me Peta has Oh, Josh so when I said face, he had a villainous, villainous face, you said no. I don't think it's a. Vi- I don't think the sharp jaw is villainous. I just think it's a little too sharp for Baker's boy. Now that now that I saw him during that era, yeah. But I think his body, Josh Hutcherson's face, yeah, would have been. 
spot on. Because I also think Josh Hutcherson is a little too short. He is. He's too short. I love him so much. He's that's, so cute. That's my meow meow. I grew up with that short. bitch. I was in the theater crying in Bridge to Terabithia. Oh, like, dude. Yeah. Sobbing. Sobbing. Crying. And scrumming in the club for yeah. Bridge to Terabithia. Dude, that... If you haven't watched Bridge to Terabithia... Don't. Dude, that shit will fuck you up. Yeah. <laughs> you want trauma for life? It's like Millennial My Girl. I don't know what My Girl is. Oh, my God. The one with Macaulay Culkin and Anna Chomsky. Mm-mm. It's so sad. Oh, my God. I had Bridge to Terabithia. That's fine. Don't watch... My Girl made me cry more. Don't watch My Girl. <laughs> I won't. I don't like watching things that make me cry. Yeah. Feeling emotions is disgusting. I mean, speaking of Rue. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, one of us cried during this movie. It was not me. Rue fucks me up so much. I love that little baby. I mean, I just, if it was the first time I've ever watched this movie, I would have cried. But I've watched this movie so many times and read the book so many times that I am desensitized. I don't know desensitization. I can watch Stick It when I'm 85 and I still will cry in oh, Stick It. I've never cried watching Stick It. I cry two times watching Stick It every time. I love that for you. <laughs> I am too desensitized for that. Um, but anyway, to continue on, or else this will be a three-hour episode. <laughs> um, she, she gets the Mockingjay pen. Yeah, so she um, archers a squirrel. Yeah. A bird, sorry. A bird, not a squirrel. She, you know, snags her little birdie bird. She goes to her market place. She's, you know, doing her little trades, doing her little doopa doots. She trades with this old woman and then she sees a pen and she's like, oh, snazzy. She's like, it's so shiny. And the old woman's like, you can fucking have it. I don't care anymore. <laughs> she doesn't say it like that, but that's I mean, the vibe. Yeah. The vibe is whatever it takes to get you out of here. So she takes it and it's a Mockingjay pen, which becomes very important as the story progresses into the next books and movies. Does that happen in the book? Yeah. In the first book? Yeah. Okay. I don't remember it, but that doesn't mean that it didn't happen. I mean, I'm pretty sure. I'm 99. It would be weird for them to be like, we're introducing it now. Well, they they throw a lot of stuff around, like, time-wise. So I'm like, I'm thinking that maybe it was the second book, but also maybe I'm wrong. No, it was definitely in the first book. Okay. Because it's on the cover of the first book. So true. But, um, so she gets this Mockingjay pen. She gives it to Prim while they're getting dressed and ready for the reaping. And she's like, it's good luck, charm. Like, this way your name won't get called. Yeah. You look pretty, blah, blah, Her mom is like, Tuck I laid your a dress tail out. In, little duck. Fucking kill me. <laughs> um, Katniss gets dressed in this dress that looks like it came from the 1950s it looks awful on it's her. so bad it's imagine the worst blue dress you've ever seen in your life that could come from the 1950s and it's probably not as bad as it is like it's the dress is worse is what i mean to say it's to me it's not that the dress is the worst thing ever it's how it looks on her it makes her look like she's seen an iphone because I have a note here that says Jennifer Lawrence has a face that knows about iPhones. And I know this is supposed to be in the future. Yeah. So it's not like she, she hasn't seen technology. But she's but, also from a fucking coal miner where people are sucking marrow out of bones and eating chicken bones to survive. She looks like she belongs in the 2000s. She looks like she belongs in District 1. District 4. <laughs> oh. District 4. Yeah. Yeah. Not quite as far in the future for District 1, but... The District 12 is so far in the past. Yeah. They got those bitches dressing like it's 1960. And her face does not match it. No, it does not. 
Uh, my next point is these bitches love braids. <laughs> I was wondering if you're going to bring that up. They have the most intricate braids on their head. I love their braids. I think it's very cute, but my God, <laughs> how many times, how many different ways can you braid a hair? Many is the guess. I mean, like even later when Peter's talking about it, he's like, and your hair was in two braids. Into braids. Oh my God, one. everything is braids. Katniss <laughs> lives braids. <sighs> but um, they go and they line up. For the reaping, which I guess a little explanation. The reaping is a ceremony before the Hunger Games that takes place in every district as your name gets put into a bill Mm -hmm. and it can be put in multiple times. I think because you get money for it, we were talking about it, but we're unsure. I'd have to go consult the books, which I don't own them and I do not plan on buying them for this. Sir. But, like, for instance, Gail's name is in 42 times. But since this is Prim's first year, her name is only in it once. And so her percentage of getting chosen is very low. But essentially, everyone lines up in front of the stage. Someone comes out. They draw names. You get called up. You're chosen. You get sent to the Hunger Games. Um, So Katniss is like, Prim's not going to get chosen. It's fine. Yeah, they get more food. Okay, so they get more food for the more names they get put in. Yeah. Makes sense. But shocking surprise, Prim does get chosen. (gasps) Clutching my pearls. And so Cat Ass (laughs) volunteers. And it's the first volunteer from District 12. Yeah. And so she volunteers for Prim. And then they choose the guy. And the guy gets chosen. And it is Peter Malark. And he has, if anyone's ever seen the shocked Pikachu emo, um, meme, yeah, that's his face for a good 10 minutes. As soon as you see him on the screen for the first time until they are in the train going to the Capitol, he is O-mouthing that whole, this is the only time, like, Josh Hutcherson, he's young. Yeah. When he made, like, he's probably the only one that's, like, slightly closer yeah. to his appropriate age. He is baby boy in this, and he tries so hard, and it just doesn't quite, it's not quite there. <laughs> but he, this O-shaped mouth, this shocked expression, he put his he whole chussy <laughs> in this scene and in this expression. He puts his full chussy in it, mama. <laughs> it is like, I'm like, I believe him. He is shooketh. He didn't read the script. I have a thought now um, that I didn't have while watching. Um, in retrospect, do the dis- first and second districts do not just like volunteer over each other and keep fighting for like five hours? You know, because <laughs> they're all I careers. If they all if they choose like who's going to be the volunteer that year, and they all like come to it. What if they do their own drawing before the yeah. reaping and they draw who is going to volunteer that year? Because like, it's going to be Mike. <laughs> District 1 and District 2 are very rich. So they have what you call careers. And essentially, they choose certain children and they train their whole lives to To volunteer to go to the Hunger Games and win. Um, That's just proving that you can put a rich person in any scenario and they will always be the asshole. They will ruin children. Yeah. So, you know, there's no hope for us. Anyway... Peter is the baker's boy, and we see a little back, um, a little oh flashback. God, flashback, not back flashback, <laughs> flashback. 
back shots <laughs> <laughs> that Peta had burnt some bread and he was getting absolutely just screamed at by his mom because his mom does not like him <laughs> yeah so like they show that which like it's not that it's like super valid but like which seems like an opportune time for him to be upset so you don't think of it as weird but like in the books he's like yeah my mom hates me my mom wants me to they die. go into his backstory a lot more in the books and they do nothing in the movie yeah the most we get is this flashback scene where he burnt bread he's throwing it to the pigs and then he sees katniss who's like huddled by a tree and it's raining and he throws the bread out to her in the mud in the mud in the rain in the mud and later in the movie he does go like i i should have walked it out i'm sorry i just i I'm didn't sorry want about my that mom. Muddy bread. <laughs> i didn't want my mom to scream at me anymore because she hates me i'm pretty sure i want to like i could be making this shit up are you gonna say you think she's abusive because i think she is yeah i think she hits books. him yeah i want to say she is in the books but i'm not entirely sure someone's gonna have I was to gonna sound say, off we're gonna have to get fact checked here yeah someone's Some gonna have to fact check us gen z please <laughs> um but essentially, he's like, I have a connection to you. I fed you bread. He's like, oh my god, I remember you. Yeah, and she's like, I don't remember you. That's my whole thing with, like, the movie. is like, Peta. Like, she remembers him. Yeah. In the books. She's she, like, like oh when he god. gets called, she's upset. And she's like, the boy with the bread. She's like, oh my god, no, not him. He's innocent. He helped me. Yeah. Like, he's the best. Yeah. She, like, that's my thing. Is in the movie... She is, like, she has never seen this man in her entire life. Yeah. And in the books, they're, like, low-key friends. Like, they're, like, they pal around sometimes. And he's, like... They have talked before. Like, later, he's, like, oh, my God, I've had a crush on her forever. And she's, like, the fuck is your problem? Like, she I don't even know you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but, But like, she does it more... In the book, it's more of, like, a why would you spring that on us right before we go die? Yeah. The next day. We're literally going into an arena to potentially die tomorrow. But like from, and now you want to say you have a crush on me? Yeah. But like from everything that he does in the movie, it does seem like he's lying. Exactly. Yeah. And in the books, it does not have that same energy. Yeah. It makes me so fucking upset. They ruined their relationship. And I feel like, and not, you know, okay. I will say, I don't like Jennifer Lawrence. I'm just going to put that out there. I don't hate her anymore. Um, I do not think that Katniss should have been played by a white blonde Republican woman. Um, yeah. But I don't hate her anymore. But I feel like because also she was like the first woman. She said that like she was the first woman in an action role or whatever or something. Oh my God. So I fear and this might not even come from her. It might have come from writers, directors, et cetera, whatever. But I feel like there would might have been this like push to not make Katniss as like have like, have romance because yeah. you know it like lessens her or whatever yeah and i'm like no like bullshit otherwise it seems weird otherwise she seems like a dick otherwise she's it's... a 14 year old dick yeah which like if she if they were gonna play the like she's young card yeah let's not romance her that's one thing but they don't make her look young yeah they make her look 20 exactly let her kiss a boy jesus anyway so they get chosen they get on the train effie's there she's wearing this pink this wig it's great i love her outfit choices they're so bizarre and they get on a train and then we get introduced to the mentor so a mentor in the hunger games is someone who has previously gone and survived yeah their mentor is the one and only hamish mama this is my little drunk meow meow he's an alcoholic don't yeah. get me wrong <laughs> he is an alcoholic and he comes off as very harsh 
But deep yeah. down, it's because he has a lot of PTSD and is very scared. I wish he was harsher in the movie, honestly. Yeah, he caves very easily in the movie. Yeah. In the books, he's a little bit more of an asshole, which I love. I Embrace love the probability of your imminent death. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Also, during this, they're on the train heading to the Capitol. And they're sitting around. And Pete is like, well, you got to teach us shit, you know? Like, teach me. What do we do? Teach me. How and do I not Hamish die? is like, don't die. Whatever. Expect that you will die, but try not to. Don't do dumb shit. Get sponsors. <laughs> And Peta, like, goes to, like, grab his drink from him to be like, okay, you've had enough. And my man. Oh, God. Puts his whole foot on Peta's chest and, like, throws him into a chair and, like, holds him down with his foot. And he got the dogs out. <laughs> yeah. He ain't got no sock, no shoe, just barefoot. So if you've ever wanted to see Woody Harrelson's foot. This Watch is the, the movie for you. He got toes out. He got dogs out. I bark, wish. Bark. He, I, mean, <laughs> I wish he didn't. I mean, if I was Josh, I would have been a little fucked up, shaken to my core. I would have. I, I mean, like know if you that was read because, like, I don't think that happened in the book. No, I don't feel like it. <laughs> I need to know if it was scripted or if that was just Woody Harrelson being Woody Harrelson. As far as I know, it's scripted. Okay. No one has said anything about it not being scripted, would, but still. Just a foot on your chest? <laughs> Just barefoot on the titties. Oh, God. This is also where they start. So, like, um, he is like, hey, hey, Mitch, help us. And he's like, no, nah, I'm going to go drink some more. He's like, where's the ice at? Yeah. And this is where they start the narrative that Katniss is so unlikable, which, like, in the books, she is more, like, to strangers, not, like, fundamentally as a person. In the books, she says more things i feel like she also has a yeah lot she more sits dialogue. like she sits in silence a lot and i'm like she had lines not lines but like she, she had, had dialogue. dialogue here in the book <laughs> yeah and she just sits in silence and everyone's like well you're unlikable fuck you and i'm like this would make more sense if she was actually saying the like rude things that she was saying in the book yeah but during um your the train scenes we do get a little introduction to the capital yeah before we get there as a little prelude of what's to come and we get introduced as this little night show that's you know showcasing Mm. who has been picked from each district and showing them their names as they arrive to the capital and it's hosted by claudius and caesar the gayest bitches in town i used to have the intro song as my ringtone so Caesar's really the only one that's important because Claudius is here for like this scene, but he doesn't really come back for the like the late night He's show. He's like off screen a lot. Talking. Yeah. But Caesar is the main one. He is played by Stanley Tucci. Yeah. Boo, There's a lot of but, things there. But, yeah. um, you know, he I'll be damned if he don't put his pussy in every movie. <laughs> Sometimes maybe he should take it out. <laughs> Sometimes a little too much, one might say. <laughs> but he serves hard i love caesar yeah just outside of it being stanley tucci just caesar is chef's kiss i think really he's the only person they get right from the books yeah i think he might be the only person but they introduce who's all from the districts and show their names and their faces yada yada it doesn't really fucking matter yeah but we go back to our train and this is when we get a little bit more of the it's the next day it's breakfast time yeah we get more of Hamish being like well don't start a fire because you'll attract people you want to become likable so you'll get sponsors because that's how you get things you need to survive 
like medicine, ointments, stuff like that, food, broth, yeah. water, stuff like that. They'll send it to you. They'll pay money to send it to you. And Katniss is being a little bit of an ass, finally. Well, so, like, she doesn't even say anything. He's like, it's going to be hard for you. And I'm like, bitch, she hasn't even said a goddamn word to you. But then I forget exactly what transpires in the dialogue. But essentially, she takes a knife and plunges it into the table. And Effie, sitting in the background, goes, that is mahogany. And it's the best line in the entire movie. It's the only line that's directly from the book that I know of. So boring. (laughs) I love it, but I like Effie, so yeah, you wouldn't like it. <laughs> but essentially, that's what they do until they get to the Capitol. And then it's time to get dressed up and fancy. Yeah, and then, like, they shave her legs, and then, like, they have some conversation. Oh, I they can't don't remember. shave. They wax. They yeah. wax her down. They, like, wax her whole body, and they, they, have, they say something, and I'm like, is this something about, like, her supposed to be being hairy or something? Like, yeah, what's happening? because she's from District 12. But they're like, we're going to have to hose you down again. Yeah. But then we get introduced to Senna. Mr. Kravitz. The best man. He is played by Lenny Kravitz. Everyone calls him Mr. Kravitz on set. Because Jennifer Lawrence worked with his daughter, Zoe. And, like, when he got on set, like, she could not call him because she knew his daughter. She's like, you're my friend's dad. I'm going to call you Lenny. So she just called him Mr. Kravitz. And then everybody on set started calling him Mr. Kravitz. I love him. But they get dressed. So essentially, this is the parade of tributes yeah and everyone is dressed in a way that represents their district so if you're from the fishing district they're dressed like fishermen like some type of fish-esque thing one of them is like the power district so they're dressed like as electricians yeah so like it's the whole thing and so sin is like i'm alternative i'm alt rock i'm like it's true (laughs) lenny kravitz is alt rock (laughs) but um he's like we're going to make you, I don't want you to be a piece of coal. I want yeah. you to, like, show what coal can do. Yeah. So they're dressed in these, like, black jumpsuits. And they get set on fire. And it's a whole thing. And everyone's like, who's that in the back? And they come out uh, with their little, on their chariot with their horses. And the crowd goes crazy. For her Padme ah. Amidala hair. Yeah, the it's hair so is bad. disgusting in this. Once again, bitch loves a braid. <laughs> I like what she like. My mom does braids. We have to keep doing braids. And I was like, Ugh. Katniss, no. No. Let the braids don't. go. But this is when she occurs the moniker of Girl on Fire. The Girl on Fire. But after this, they get shown up to their penthouse suite. Yeah. And it's fancy, yada, yada. And Hamish and Effie basically go over the fact that they are now going to be training for the next couple of days leading up to the Hunger Games with all the other tributes. It's kind of a way to gauge everyone else around you. Like a pre, like, I can take them, I want to be friends with them kind of thing. Yeah. And to show off your skills to the people who are, A, the game maker, but also people who could potentially sponsor you. Yeah. And then at the end of that, you'll come in one by one and show off your skills. And they do this, you know, they're hee hee and ha ha and they're like, ah, we're going to do it. My husband is here also, Jack Quaid. Oh, yeah. he's His name is Marvel. He's oh, from yeah. District 2. Forgot. His fucking name is Marvel. Yeah. He's a career. 
Which he doesn't look like he would be. Right? <laughs> I, look, I love skinny. Jack Quaid, but I don't look at him and like, that man has been training his entire life for the Hunger Games. <laughs> like, he's cute. He, I mean, yeah, look, he's, he's cute to twink. me. <laughs> which is like, yeah. I which really means he's a twink. <laughs> in The Boys on Amazon Prime, on that little show, he pops my pussy on that show. He looks even more of a twink there. He does look more of a twink there. And he acts like a twink on that show. But you know what? I love it for him. And I have a note here because, like, during this training, this is when we get the moment of, like... So, like, Peta's, like, painting and, like, being like, Oh, look at me. I decorate cakes. I could do this. And then Katniss is like, hey, pick up that Can you throw that boulder? Because Kato's looking over at you like you're a fucking snack. And he is going to eat you tomorrow. Yeah. (laughs) And so he does it. And and they're all like, ooh, "Ooh, he's he's strong. strong. But like he has a Like he can't do it. (laughs) (laughs) He could not have been able to pick that up. God, Uh, it makes me so upset. But then we get our individual tryouts for the team. Yeah. See if you can reach JV. (laughs) Or... If you're going to get varsity or if you're going to get junior varsity. I was going to say some of these people do not even get JV. Mm-mm. You get bench. You get, um, what are they called when you don't make... Um, bench warmer? No, like when you don't make the play, you're the understudy. They're getting understudies oh. for the football team today. <laughs> yeah. But um, you don't really see anyone else's. You don't see Peta's. You only see yeah. Katniss's, which I feel like in the book, uh, you do see Peta's. Yeah. But whatever. Who am I? <laughs> Who am I? But Katniss goes in and she's like, hey, my name is Katniss Everdeen. I'm from District 12. And everyone's like, okay, whatever. Who cares? And then she goes to shoot an arrow and she misses the like person outline. And so everyone kind of goes, ha ha ha. And they go loser. And uh, they decide not to look at her. And so she aims again and she makes it dead center in the heart. And she goes, oh, look at me. And she looks up and no one's watching her. And she goes, okay, bet. (laughs) So she goes, grabs an arrow. And she shoots it up into the crowd, into an apple that is in a roasted pig's mouth. Yeah. And everyone, I mean, just screech, stop, just. <gasps> Why is there not glass? Is my question here. I love that there's not glass. I mean, I love that there's not too because of this moment. But like. So they could have been murdering these bitches so easily. Exactly. But that's just, I'm telling you. They're getting the complacent. The capital is yeah. getting complacent. They're getting lazy. They're expecting, they're not expecting it, which is why it's the perfect time to strike, which, you know, Susanna Collins wrote it that way. So whatever. Yeah. She wrote it for me to think like that. But <laughs> uh, Katniss gets, you know, cheered on and everyone's like, oh. And so after that, they are watching the late night show with Caesar, which yeah. is what I call it. And <laughs> they're going through all of the tributes because after all of the training and their individual performance, they get, get ranked on a scale of one to 12. And Katniss gets the highest ranking out of all of the tributes as an 11. Yeah. And Peta only gets like an eight or nine, which yeah. is still high because yeah. some of those bitches were getting fives. Yeah. I saw a four. So very still medium range to high end for PETA, but extreme high for Katniss. Yeah. And that makes PETA go, I don't like you. Or not even. He just feels a little like, oh. He's like, I'm not good. I'm going to die, so I shouldn't be friends with you because I don't want you to grow attached to me. Yeah. In the next 24 hours. Which, like, he's, like, you know, 15. He's a soft boy. And, like, he doesn't have a frontal lobe. He is a soft little In his mind, boy. 
He's had a crush on her forever, and now, essentially, she's going to kill him. Exactly. And Katniss doesn't understand that, because the next day, she's like, where's Peta? Why isn't he eating with us? And she and everyone's like, oh, well, he's decided he's eating in his room. He's, he wants to train separately from you. Yeah. And she is like, oh, this fucking bitch. She gets so mad. It's Ugh. so good. And I'm like, Mama, it's not because, like, do you like him? You have said two words to him. You have said, throw that. They and that's it. They speak a lot more in this time also in the book. Yeah. Oh, this. <laughs> so after this, they go on stage and they like talk to Caesar and Katniss is trying to be likable. She has a red dress. She spins. It's on fire. Whatever. Everyone it's loves it. It's my favorite dress. It's it's very nice. I hate the hair. Um, <laughs> but she does the whole thing. But then Peta comes on. And this is when Peta reveals, because Caesar's like, you got anyone special at home? He's like, and you're he's so like, handsome. No. And he's like, come on. And he's like, well, she came with me. And everyone's like, <gasps> it's Katniss. Oh which I wouldn't have immediately thought that. I would have been like, oh, my God. Are you in love with Effie? <laughs> <laughs> but hey, much? Honestly, though. There's a lot with that in the dark recesses of the internet. Okay, I hate that. I was joking. I'm not. Like, I'm not into it. But, like, I know you dirty-ass-minded people are. I do not like it. Yeah. Because also, Hamish and Peta have a lot better, like, stuff going on for, especially in, like, the second book. I thought you meant. Like, in between the two books. (laughs) With each other. No, not in that way. Like, Peta takes care of Hamish. Becomes his adoptive son. Like, makes bread. Like, basically lives with his ass. Anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself. That's really, like, book two. But, um, Peta admits that he's in love with Katniss. He gets off the stage. Katniss throws him into a wall. <laughs> and chokes his ass out and says, oh, you think that's cute? You, you think, think that's, that's funny? funny? <laughs> it's not funny. And she's, like, choking his ass out. And then she's in her bedroom. Now she's not. And she goes and, like, he's on a window seal, And she sits down next to him. I cannot express to you how in the books this is one of my favorite scenes. I, it's so, like, not even heart-wrenching, but just so, like, God, we're in it together moment in the books. Like, it's one of those moments of, like, not even them becoming romantic, but them becoming friends. That's also my problem with this, is, like, they don't really show them, like, becoming friends. Getting attached. Because, like... Because that's the thing, is that they do get very attached to each other before going into the games. Yeah. And it's not shown well in the movie. So you don't, it's almost such like a shock express, like experience when you see them like saying things that you'd be like, you met two days ago. How yeah. are you this close? Because they were thrown in this very terrifying space. And in the books, it's written like that. Yeah. And it's written to make you feel like, oh my God, like, they're bonding so fast because they're trauma bonding and yeah. like they're knowing everything about each other because like Peter goes into like his history and everything before the games and he's like I'm terrified and she's like same dog and he's like wow like I always thought like you were the strongest bitch ever it's really like comforting for, for you to yeah. be scared too like we're scared together and it's just not translated that way in the movie and it makes me so upset this is an okay scene as a person that doesn't remember the books that well yeah it's fine it's not what it should be 
he does have a good line here, which like you also don't really have because like they they tried to make this such a girl boss movie is what they did is they were like Katniss is the girl boss. She's the bitch. Yeah. She doesn't like need a man, whatever. But she like she also like she has one, but she doesn't need one. But like Peta has. And then they throw in this fucking love triangle in the second movie. And not to bring up the series that should not be named. But Harry Potter. Um, I was like Twilight. No. Um, They did the same thing to Ron in Harry Potter where they like cut out. So that was like, you know, this is your Harry Potter. (laughs) Because like. Harry Potter was my Harry Potter. Okay. Well, like you were 12 when this came out. So like you were very attached to this is what I meant. I mean, yeah. Were you attached to Harry Potter? So, (laughs) yes and no. I have a very um, tenuous relationship with the Harry Potter books and movies. Now I'm not. I think most do. But even when I was a child, before we knew that uh, J.K. Rowling was um, anti-trans, even then, I was very like... It was one of those things... That if you tell me to watch something enough times, I'm not going to watch it. Yeah. You're going to tell me to read something enough times, I'm going to drag my feet until I'm in high school. Yeah. But I read the first book, like, probably three times. But, like, they really messed up Ron because they wanted Hermione to be, like, this little girl boss and not really have a relationship. But I'm like, Ron was nice to her in the books. Also, it is exactly like that because Ron wasn't, like, a strong... Like, he was yeah. a strong character, but he wasn't, like, a character. Yeah. And it's the same thing in the Hunger Games, because, like, Harry is Gale. Ron yes. is Peeta. Hermione is Katniss. Yeah. Like, Gale is too strong. Yeah. Katniss is too strong. They can't be together, because they're both too closed off. None yeah. of them have that soft... Like, Katniss has that softness, but it comes when she has her PTSD. Exactly. She becomes soft after her trauma. And so, but Gail is too, like, closed off show, can never show emotion. Even when he does show emotion, it's only sadness or anger. Yeah. And, and like, he gets, like, very weird with it. I was going to say. Especially in the books. Yeah. It gets borderline, like, oh, you would abuse me in the books. Yeah. And, like. Especially when it comes to PETA. Yeah. And I'm like, my dude. I was going to say, like, the Twilight gets like that, too, with Jacob. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Because I I will not backpedal on that one. Jacob's my bitch. Bella should have been with Jacob. I agree. But. Fuck Edward. The way that he gets written once Bella does choose Edward. Horrid. Is really gross. And I'm like, I don't know him then. That's not my son. (laughs) Yeah. I know Jacob first book when he has long hair. I know long hair, Jacob. You know where the hell you been, Loka. (laughs) I know long hair, Jacob. But anyway, continuing because we are almost an hour in. Yeah. (laughs) We're we're barely halfway through. So, which is okay because a lot of the games is not really fundamentally important until certain aspects. So. To run, to fast track through the games. Yeah. At least the least important aspects. So, Peter admits he has a crush. Uh, Hamish devises a plan to use this in their favor to gain sponsors as yeah. presenting them as these star-crossed lovers. So, they are going to have to look like they're in love yeah. during the games. So cute. 
and and so they get shot up in this tube and they're in this arena there's a cornucopia now imagine it's a big ass horn not a cornucopia like at thanksgiving with fruits and the veggies in the middle of the table it's a big ass metal horn i was gonna say it's the same thing just gray and metal yeah (laughs) i know but in my mind it wasn't and it's so it's packed full of weaponry um any kind of thing you would need to survive in the wild yeah food material tent clothes weapons and it goes like fuzzy in the background horn blast it's time to go it's murder time it's murder time and bitches start getting murked um pita beelines to the forest because he knows what the fuck is up he has a plan my man is planning my man one thing about pita he's scheming Katniss, no thoughts. She freezes. <laughs> she deer in headlights. She's watching everybody. She's watching everybody from her little pedestal. And then eventually she sees a bag. She takes off for the bag. My bitch Clove from District 2. Throwing knives, bitch. She starts throwing knives at her. Yeah. She gets one in her bag. She says, Girl thank you. <laughs> runs off. Now she's got a knife. And so half of the um, people get murdered. So we're down from... 24 people to 12 yeah and katniss is climbing trees she's doing what she needs to do she's getting done she's girl bossing she is in a tree she's tied herself she hears well she sees some smoke she hears some drum and conflama because one of the other tributes started a fire and she looked at the fire and literally goes to herself this dumb bitch exactly (laughs) and tries to go back to sleep but then she hears screaming and we see that she this girl has been killed because the squad has rolled up on the scene. Yeah. And they're walking below Katniss's tree. And Katniss is like, you don't see me. You don't see me. And they're like, ha And it's Cato, Glimmer, Marvel, and... Clove. Clove. And followed by their trusty dog and Katniss sniffer, Peta. <gasps> How Katniss, could he betray her like I this? Know. Katniss is so <laughs> upset. And it's crazy to me because, of course, Peter would form an alliance with the careers to hunt down Katniss. He knew he had no other chance of living. Exactly. Mama, come on. He's trying to protect you. I know it looks weird. I know you don't understand it because you're young. Yeah. But, like, he's trying to protect you in his own way. But essentially, she's like, oh, my God, you've betrayed me. And so she gets out her tree the next morning and she's walking through the arena she is hustling. she's walking the entire arena and they have to turn her around at a certain point they like the game makers are like hey boss she's like at the edge she's at the edge and he goes turn that bitch around <laughs> so they start a forest fire yeah. and i mean not just a forest fire a forest fire that throws fireballs yeah and also in the books this is funnier because she's the girl on fire and like they have more dialogue about like them like starting a fire at her to be like yeah how you like that girl on fire bitch and so she's running and she is going through what she needs to do she gets um, kind of through the forest and then she gets hit by some fire on her thigh. Yeah. She's screaming and crying and she throws herself into the, this lake river stream. Yeah. And she's kind of vibing and then 
the careers see her the careers are there which was all the master plan of the game makers because they wanted to push her towards yeah. their group to create the drama the conflama gotta keep it interesting this is being televised yeah like all good television gotta keep it interesting but um they find her they kind of do like this dancey dance she goes runs up a tree Kato can't fucking climb the tree because he's dumb. Right? Like, he's a career. He can't climb a tree. Mama, you can't climb a tree. But she wraps herself up in the tree. She's burning. And she is not having a good time. Yeah. And then during the night, she hears a beep, beep, beep. Because someone has sent her a little gift. Because Hamish was watching and he was just drunk. Like, ah, this sucks. And then he was like... All right, I gotta save my bitch. That's my homie. All right, let me get her some shit, I guess. And so she gets this burn cream to help her. And she wakes up the next day, burn feeling much better. And she hears this kind of like whistle going on. And she's like, who the fuck is here? <laughs> In another tree, we have it's Rue. Rue. And Rue points to a nest up above and a couple of branches yeah. above. And going like, chop that bitch down, make it fall on those hoes. Yeah. That way you can get the fuck out. And it turns out to be a nest of tracker jackers, which I can only explain as wasps with hallucinogenic venom. Yeah. Um, perfect explanation. <laughs> pretty on par. So she cuts it down. She gets bit a couple of times. She cuts so. the fucking branch down yeah. instead of the nest. It she takes forever. She gets bit. I mean, not like bit. four times. She gets stung, too. And it falls. It explodes. Kato, Marvel, Clove, and Peta get away. Yeah. Glimmer does not. Because Glimmer she just sits there screaming. Gets her ass ate up. And it's her own fault. And she dies with the arrow, the bows and arrow on her. And Katna says, thank you. Katna <laughs> says, thank you, while she starts to hallucinate. So she rips yeah. the bow and arrows out of her cold, dead, already rigor mortis hand, <laughs> which would not be real, and runs off. She starts to have hallucinations. She hallucinates, like, her dad dying in the coal mine. Yeah. It's this whole thing. And her mom having PTSD yeah. and not talking. And her God being forbid. like, mom, say something. Yeah. And, and like, PETA's yelling at her, which is, like, in the forest real time. Which in is the like, forest real time. Because PETA's like, look, I ran away from them, but you got to get your ass out of here. Yeah. And so she runs away. She collapses. And then she wakes up and she's fine. And she's got these fucking leaves all over her. And she's kind of like, what the fuck? Yeah. So she walks, she gets up, she's kind of walking around. She sees something out of the corner of her eye. Because it's still Miss Rue. She's also got the biggest hair. And I'm like, look, I know you're like five. But like, baby girl, you need to braid that hair. <laughs> so you're not sticking out like a sore thumb. <laughs> we need a protective hairstyle. Exactly. But she's hiding behind a tree and she's like, oh, thank you. Like, I'm not going to hurt you. We're fine. I don't really want to kill anyone. I'm not here for that. And Rue's like, I trust you immediately. <laughs> well, so like they had a little moment in um, the training in the session. Training, yeah. Where, where like Rue stole somebody's knife and she also had climbed up above them and they didn't know. Yeah. And Katniss, Katniss was, was like, like ah, game respect game. That's my homie. She would do that. <laughs> <laughs> and so... She's like, how long was I out? And she was like, a couple of days. Don't worry, though. Your District 12 boy is fine. He's not dead. And she's so cute about it. Because, like, she's a little kid. So she's yeah. like, is it really true about you and him? And Katniss is like, I mean, shut up. Whatever. Let's go get some food. I guess. And so they, you know, kind of walk around. They start to whistle. And um, 
they devise this plan. Yeah. They learn that the careers have piled all of the items from the cornucopia into this big pile. Yeah. And they're like, well, if Bruce starts a fire and then goes hide somewhere in a tree, I'll go destroy it. Yeah. Game field even. Which, like, I'm like, why don't you just, why can't you get some of the supplies? <laughs> well, because it's got the mines and everything. I know. So they devise that plan. They devise the iconic Mockingjay whistle that is very famous for this movie. I would yeah. do it now, but I'd have to listen to it like five times. It used to be my manager's. I say it's probably still my old manager's ringtone. That's sad. Yeah. Um, but Rue starts the fires. Katniss watches them, the careers leave. and But she's like, where's PETA? And Rue kind of tells her before. She was like, yeah, I think he's by the water side. I don't know. We don't visit back until later. Yeah. Um. And so Candace is watching. She, everyone leaves. And then Foxface, which is this red-haired girl who's very keen on plants. Yeah. Runs up and she does this little dancey dance over. And Katniss finally realizes, because Katniss is a fucking dumbass, that they dug up the mines around the, like, platforms that you shoot up on. Because the whole thing is that they didn't explain this in the movie. They explained it in the book. Is if you stand on the pedestal for too long, it will just blow up. Yeah. And so they removed the mines around that and put them around the um, pile of shit. Yeah. But Foxface apparently watched them or is just a fucking genius. She bounces around, grabs some shit, runs off. And then the guy that was left on watch kind of like follows her because he hears a rustle in the woods. I mean, he goes, she goes straight behind him and gets away. And he's like, wait, what? what? <laughs> Bro, you good? And so Katniss, instead of trying to figure out the pattern of the mines, which she would never because she's low-key I was like, dumb, she could not. She would die. She There's this sack of apples above along one of the tops. So she starts shooting arrows at it. And it takes her two tries, but the bag rips open. The apples fall down. They explode. Yeah. Everything. She's like, I did it. Everything's cool, bro. Yeah. And then she like does her little whistle whistle. She does a little dancey dance. Yeah. Nobody whistles back. And so she's like, weird. And then Katniss starts, Katniss, Rue starts screaming her name. Yeah. And so she runs and she finds that Rue fell in a trap, but it's not like a trap trap. She's just covered by a net. Which I'm like, oh, Rue, you poor, you tiny child. How did you make it this far? (laughs) Right? How how can you not get out of a net? (laughs) But, you know, she does. And then Marvel steps on the scene. Yeah. And he's like, ah, and throws a spear. Katniss shoots him with an arrow. He's dead. And Katniss is like, oh, as well. And then she hears like, and Rue, unfortunately, has been stabbed by the spear in the chest. And then I cry for the next 30 minutes of the movie. (laughs) So Rue does not make it. Katniss has her little freak out, as she deserves. She uh, sings her little song, her little... um, in a meadow yeah by the willow a bed of grass a bright green pillow i don't know <laughs> i don't know the words she sings her little sad song yeah that she sings to prim because she looks as rue as like her version of prim yeah black version of prim <laughs> exactly and so we get a cut though of outside the arena in district 11 which is the district that oh, rue yeah. is from and my bit my good bitches rioting so like i think it's her dad that starts it maybe but well before they start rioting they do 
this thing where they take their uh, three the fingers, they yeah. kiss them, and they salute with them. And then they start rioting. And so there's full riot, full gear towards like, oh, my God. And so Hamish is talking to the game master. And the game master is like, well, I'm going to have to fucking kill her. And yeah. Hamish is like, well, if you kill her, it's going to make things worse. I've heard then the she'll rumors. be a martyr. Yeah. Yeah. She'll be a martyr. What you need to do is you need to let her and Peta live. Then you'll show that you can, like, you know adjust the rules for happiness like you know it would give the people more hope yeah that you aren't a cruel dictatorship and so they announce over the speakers that the rules of the game have changed now two people may um be victorious and so that's when katniss kind of gets shocked out of her mourning for rue and goes oh my god i gotta go find Peter. where's this dumb bitch yeah so she's walking through (laughs) she is you know doing what she got to do she's walking near the riverside she sees some blood on some rocks and she goes oh and she's like tracking him and she's like yeah. oh my god where did he go and then, <laughs> and then she, she steps, steps on, on him, him. <laughs> because this motherfucker has thrown some rocks and moss over his body but then painted his face like a piece of rock which so talented right no the mirror. talent the talent <laughs> and so he has been sliced and diced on his leg fairly badly yeah by Cato and left for dead so he painted himself and he was like well i was either gonna you know someone was gonna find me eventually or i was just gonna die here and this is where Ugh. i get really mad yes so they make their way to a cave and in the books <laughs> the cave scene is a scene where it's not it's in a place where they don't have any cameras yeah because everywhere else is filled with cameras but katniss like realizes oh there's no cameras in here because she starts like doing stuff and everything and Peter's like you don't have to keep faking that you like me there's no cameras and she's like it's not an act and this doesn't happen in the movie so it just you never know if katniss is doing it and like even later which like i don't know if she acts different with gail i almost said kale um gail and Peta, like later she'll tell gail that it was all an act and that she didn't mean it and yeah. then but then she'll also tell Peta, like i do need you you're the best she gaslights these boys i hate it so, so much hard but essentially it gets ruined the most because there's obviously a camera in there because while she's trying to take care of Peta, people see his leg and Hamish sends another little oh some broth some brothy broth yeah and so she's feeding Peta, and she's like you know we both have to get out of here both of us can survive like we can do this yeah we can finally like we can get out it's gonna be okay and so he gets better because you know everything in the capital is fucking magic apparently and so well he doesn't get better but he gets better but like it's not gone. He's still a little limpy, but like he's still shaking in the night. <laughs> that's very well. That was before. That was before he was healed by the powers of God. Well, she has to go get the medicine. Yeah. Yeah. And then he gets healed. No. So like. So. They're in the caves. Yeah. Hamish sends her him broth. Yeah. Um. He gets like a little better, but like he still needs medicine, and she have they all they they like. The guy, what's the other guy with um, the late night show? 
but he comes over the speaker and is like there's something at the cornucopia that everybody needs yeah and he's like and Pina's like don't go blah 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 and she waits like, for him to go to sleep I'm gonna go <laughs> and this is unfortunately when my my bad bitch Clove meets her end because of Thresh which is also my bad bitch I was so, like you know two bad husband. bitches <laughs> bad bitching together um, Thresh kills Clove, but he doesn't kill Katniss because he's like, this is for real. But have not mistaken, I will murder you next if I see you <laughs> in the streets. And Katniss goes, aye, aye, Captain. So and true. I just got to get back to this hobbling ass, ass bitch. <laughs> Let me get back to my sick ass boy. And so once he can walk again with his little leg, they exit their little cave because they're like, we got to get some food, Mama. We need berries. Oh, the berries. And so Peter makes a joke. He's like, I'll hunt. And Katniss looks at him like, the fuck you will? She's like, he's like, I'll take the bow. And she just stops and stares at him. And is like, I'm going to kill this motherfucker right now. And he was like, relax. It's he's like, I, I was kidding. Ha ha ha. And she's like, it's ah. <laughs> And so he goes out and finds some berries. And Katniss is, you know, just tromping around otherwise. Not yeah. really doing anything. And so she finds, she hears one of the booms because every yeah. time someone dies there's a cannon and she's like <gasps> Peter, oh yeah. jesus and so but then she runs upon Foxface, yeah and Foxface is dead and i think there's speculation that it was a suicide because like in the beginning she's like identifying all the plants and being like i know everything i'm a smart ass bitch i think she was just so hungry she got delusional that could be true because like um pita says that like she was following him yeah so like maybe she was like i think she was so hungry she didn't realize it was poison berries yeah but we do because pita's like oh look i got berries and katniss is like what the fuck is wrong that's nature you'll be dead to me pita god you stupid idiot i love you so much (laughs) yeah she does this whole thing but then she takes some and puts it in her pocket because she's like well maybe kato likes berries Mm -hmm." yeah (laughs) i'll trick that bitch i hate him because at this point, as far as we know, it's Peta, Katniss, Cato, and Th- Thresh. Yeah. And you can only, at this time, with the new rules, the only way you can leave with two victors is if they're from the same district. district. Yeah. So Peta and Katniss obviously have the biggest mark on their back. Yeah. And so they're running around doing what they got to do. And it starts getting dark early because they're like the capital is like we gotta end this shit right now we got to go it's time to go it's People been like because like apparently like it's been like days yeah when katniss is out from the tracker jet. so like this has got to be going on for like a fucking week yeah at least minimum and so the game makers create these mutts if you will oh they're so scary i they're terrifying oh god but they're also my favorite like I don't know, like, challenge yeah. in the games, if you want to call it. Because, like, you had the fire. I like the and mist. everything. You have the tracker jackers. But I like the mutts because they're horrifying. I like the mist that burns and kills you. That's in the second. Yeah, I know. It's my favorite. Spoiling. But um, they're running through everything, trying to get to the cornucopia to climb on top so they can get away from these damn mutts. And they get there, and they're climbing on top. Well, first you hear another boom. It's Thresh. Yeah. Fucking R.I.P. to my soldier. Um, They're trying to climb on this cornucopia. Katniss makes it up. Peta's like, 
getting there. The mutts oh. are clawing at his leg. <laughs> he's fine. Except he's not supposed to be. Yeah. If anyone has read the books, <laughs> you may know two things. One, Katniss becomes deaf in one ear and has to have a hearing aid, a cochlear implant. Yeah. And she doesn't in the movie because why would she? Second, Peter loses his leg. Yeah. His whole leg. And they show it like not that they obviously. They show, show the dogs just like gnawing and I'm like ripping at his leg. You guys are just they teasing don't even us. They break pants. Yeah. He is supposed to lose his leg. He is supposed to have a prosthetic. It's like this whole part of his character in the second book yeah. of him dealing with the PTSD and then dealing with having a prosthetic leg and yeah. like losing his limb. And then in the third book, when they're going through the capital, one of the things that they have to get around is that Peter can't still can't move as fast because he has this fucking fake leg. Yeah. And they just ignore it. I also thought about last night about how great it would have been, not just for like PETA and his prosthetic leg, but like, because Katniss was such an icon. It would have been so cool to have Katniss as an icon with a hearing aid. Yes. With a, with like, it's just very disappointing. Yeah. I'm like, this is what whitewashing feels like. <laughs> I mean, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is so disappointing. Yeah. Because they they're supposed to be people who represent, like, almost like veterans, in a sense. Child yeah. veterans. <laughs> They've been to war. I mean, yeah. They're supposed to have, like, they don't even do the PTSD well in the movies. Yeah, no. And it makes me so upset because they, like, both PETA and Katniss struggle. And then, like, including Hamish and, like, how much it took a toll on Hamish is yeah. so obvious in the second book. And it just doesn't feel as obvious in the movies. It doesn't feel like it's even there at all. Yeah. Like, especially, like, that's why, like, I love Hamish because he is this very troubled dude that means so well, but he's just like, I, like, everyone I love is dead. I've, I'm alone. I'm ostracized. Like, I really liked him in the book. But like I said, like, I feel like they like trivialize him and be like, ah, oh, he's just a, he's just a drunkard. Yeah, he's just a crazy guy that drinks a lot. And I'm like, yeah, because yeah, he has trauma. He has severe trauma. But anyway, he gets up on top of the cornucopia. And leg guess intact. who's there? <laughs> Kato. So they do this whole thing. They do their little tussle tussle. And eventually, Kato gets Peta in a headlock, and Kato starts going on this whole speech about how It was much always going to be me. I was always going to die. I never had a chance. He hates himself, and I'm like, get the fuck over it, rich boy. This is what the Capitol wanted. That's what they wanted. Just kill me. Yeah, and Katniss <laughs> is like, I'm trying actively. <laughs> and so, but Peta reaches, because, you know, Kato's got his arm around his neck. Peta's got his hands on his arm, trying not to be like, please stop choking me. Yeah. But then he starts tapping on his hand as a way to signal to Katniss, shoot him in the fucking hand, you dumb bitch. So she does. Kato, like, you know, was takes like, his ah, arm off and he's hand. like, what the fuck? And so Peter just, like, fucking throws. This is the only second time that they show Peter's strength. Yeah. He fucking sack of sand throws this bitch off the fucking cornucopia. And boom, the hounds are gone. It starts getting daylight. Yep. They think they've won. They slide down the cornucopia. They look at each other. They go, we did it. Oh, my God. So cool. We won. And then we the get crowd the crowd goes wild. Of 
the game maker's voice coming on saying, um, you know, psych, the only one of you figure it out. Bye bye. Um, actually kill each other. Yeah. And they go, but so they take their berries out, remove yeah. the berries and they go, well, if neither one of us can leave, let's give them a real show. Let's yeah. kill ourselves. Which is crazy like, to me that like, this is supposed to be like the 42nd Hunger Games. Uh, 47th. The first time this has happened? I'm sorry? The first time people... Well, I think it's the first time ever that they've decided they're two victors and then changed their mind. Well, I mean, like, the first time ever that somebody's just been... Like, that there's been two people and been like, I'm not going to kill this person. I, I think mean, it's... I think it's unbelievable. But it's also a young adult book, so... Yeah. I mean, you know. Mm, they never loved each other. <laughs> like, I mean, Peter and Katniss have loved each other. Yeah. You lost me. <laughs> <laughs> But they are like, we'll just do it together. And then everyone is like, oh, no, 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 actually. Actually, he like yells. He's like, stop, 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 stop. Don't do that. You win. Congrats. Yay, you. You and passed then the test. they get sucked up by a helicopter. Yeah. And then Hamish is like, they're mad at you. And she's like, good. And he's like, not good. You have People a family. People are rioting. <laughs> um, but they win. And then... The last few minutes of this movie are the background is Hamish explaining to Katniss of like, hey, people are rioting. Things are not going well. And while he's talking about this, the game maker is being led into this room (laughs) and the doors get locked behind him. And he's like, what the fuck? Why can't I open the doors? And it's because they're locked. The but in the middle of the room, in this room he cannot escape from, is a bowl full of the nightshade berries. So his only choice is to eat them and die. Or jump out the window. But you know, I mean, we don't get shown that there's windows that he can jump out of. As sure. far as I'm aware, they're barred up. He is unable. Yeah. Because that would be a way of escaping. But he does that. President Snow is like, here's your... um crowns you sons of bitches yeah and he sees her mocking j pen and he's like interesting disgusting where'd you get that from I fucking hate you and she's like it's the symbol of my district and he goes hmm i'm gonna have to kill you aren't i i'm gonna have to burn it mm. all right and then they go noted home and that's the end i also wanted to mention dare that donald sutherland wrote a letter to gary rosk asking to be cast as president snow i love that he does not even have that many lines he he's like not. i have to be him please for the love of god let me be president snow or i will kill myself i mean girl boss also gary ross directed this one and none of the other ones which like which is what i always say about like franchises like they never s- know how well it's gonna do so the yeah. first one is always like the best one because they're just like in the little bubble doing whatever yeah and then once it gets big they're like all right let's do all this crazy like big budget stuff and it's like it was better when you weren't doing that i kind of like the second movie a little bit more i fucking hate the second movie so much i was it's also on tv a lot so i've seen it a lot mm. not like I've just not with you a lot because um. i know we've watched it on tv one time but i don't know i don't like the last two movies and I remember I, that. I haven't seen them, so I'm going on a ride. Oh, I can't wait. They're, they sure are a thing. They sure do happen. Yeah. They're there. And there are two of them. <laughs> part one, I, part two. All I know is Natalie Dormer's in them. Um, 
Philip Seymour Hoffman's in it, which yeah. makes me sad. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Philip Seymour Hoffman crying in the club every day. And then Julianne Moore's in it. Shout out to my Charlotte lady. Yeah. Also, shout out. This was filmed in North Carolina. Yeah. Um, That's guy, why whenever you look at District 2 and you go... a uh, District 2. District 12 and you go... Too. Oh, interesting. If you're from North Carolina, you go, hmm, but that seems familiar. It is. It's because that's filmed in your backyard, sis. A lot of people that I know said that they saw, like, Jennifer Lawrence and Josh Hutcherson in Walmart in, like, Asheville. Yeah, probably. I'm not surprised. And, like, the guy that played Seneca would go to, like, stores in the mountains with his Seneca beard. <laughs> Fuck like, yeah, he did. Because it was, like, his beard. It wasn't, like, painted on. That was yeah. just, like, his beard that he, like, got shaved for. Like yeah, that for the Hunger Games. Also, that's the the Game Master. I know I didn't see say yeah. his name. But that's the dude who... He had this, like, weird curvy beard. Yeah. He's on Yellowstone. Oh, yeah. He's oh. one of the brothers on Yellowstone. Anyway, we, I digress. My rating for this movie. For the nostalgia of me being 12 when I watched this the first time and how much it made an impact, I'm going to give it... I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. Okay. For the nostalgia factor. I'm going to give it a 6 out of 10. And that's really just for the book story. Yeah. Because it yeah. was like something that I, not like important. Like I, I was thinking like, oh, it was an important story. But like, I mean, it kind of was. Yeah. And it I was. I think it directed a lot of the um, young adult novels that came out after it. Yeah. I'm not happy about that, but. <laughs> I mean, you know, eaties with eaties. Yeah. But yeah, that's. That's the first part. That's we and shout one out, out of four to the Katniss and Peter that we could have had. Emma Roberts and Evan Peters. I would have killed myself. <laughs> I would have look. I love Evan Peters, so that's not a diss to Evan Peters. Yeah, no. But I fucking hate Emma Robertson. What you did to Evan Peters, I will never forgive you, and I hope no one ever forgives you. And I hope you listen to this, and I hope you know that. Fuck you. I agree. Also, she never could have been Katniss. She could have never. She has a face that knows, like, she has a face that knows what it looks like, an iPhone, and also what it means to get blackout. Yeah. She's got a face that just knows too much of today's society and not enough of what it would be like to live in coal miner North Carolina. <laughs> so eat my ass. Evan Peters now? Now he's haunted enough. He could have <laughs> played Katniss. Put that bitch in a wig. It also grossed $400 million, but was not released by any major studio like Fox, Warner Brothers, anything. Love that. Girl boss moment. I mean, yeah, but then you got snatched. That is true. That's true. You know what? You know who needs to remake The Hunger Games? Me. A24. (laughs) Yeah, I agree, though. It would would slap ass. Yeah. I think they would make me cry. More than, like, Rue's death. I was like, it already makes me cry. I will, like, literally, you could show me, I could be 100 years old. You can show me Rue's death on DVD, which will not exist when I'm 80. And I will cry. Oh. <laughs> oh. You're like, oh, you're a little bitch. Oh. I didn't want to say it, but you said it. <laughs> um, you know, we're all built different. Some of us are built for tough. <laughs> Some of us are sensitive. Look, and that's okay. (laughs) It takes all to make the world go round. Exactly. We got to even each other out. (laughs) I can be the 
person that's like fucking what and then you're like sobbing in the corner yeah (laughs) and that's what makes us us um that's not to say that i don't sob at movies i literally cried when in fast and furious so like (laughs) yeah that doesn't say much about me um but anyway that brings us to the end of today's episode it's a long one i'm sorry about it but you know this movie brings out a lot of energy in me (laughs) so it is what it is as i have said previously and will continue to say but following that Follow us on Instagrams at at the bad movie uh, bad movie pod cast, cast? yeah <laughs> and Twitter at the bad movie pod <laughs> those are the things you can find us on um uh, you know if you're listening on Spotify tell your friends we're also on um Apple Podcast now woo <laughs> um but yeah thanks um and may the odds ever be in your favor bye now. <laughs>